This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahaney, and welcoming back George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. It was a little chilly this morning. It was, and yeah, I didn't was. think to look at my thermometer maybe, on the Maybe because it was damp, but it was 47 at my house when I got got in the car a little bit of clouds there were some there were and few a few stars few few stars no breeze it was no, dead breeze. calm um it was it's 40, kind of, 46 in poway did you have any moisture on the ground though uh a little and it was misting on the windshield yeah. on the way on the way down scripps poway parkway uh, got a little bit of mist but by the time i got to the 15 it was it was dry uh, my yard's still weeping into the gutter <laughs> i'm afraid some the city's gonna come by and find you find me for having my sprinklers on which haven't been on in a couple of months now but our yard just gets so saturated with water, it, it, it drains forever because it just takes a long that time. That is one thing I don't worry about because my soil is very porous. and it. I wish my soil quickly. was porous. I could grow a heck of a lot more than I can now. But I got another tenth of an inch of rain after I got home yesterday. I yesterday? It was all, That's, yesterday wow. I dumped Last out, night? Yeah, I dumped out my rain gauge because we were done. And then this morning there was another tenth of an inch of rain in there. Well, we, Mel and I had to we had to go to an event down in Point Loma yesterday, and we were driving down the 163 from from Poway, and it was it was fine, and we were just and it, we didn't know whether the event was going to be indoors or outdoors, and uh, we got down to the eight, and it started pouring at the eight, and we're like, oh man, because <laughs> we weren't we weren't planning on it being rainy that yesterday. And then um, we got over to Point Loma, and it was fine. There, there, the sun was out, and it was actually it was actually a pretty nice day. You should have been planning on rain. It is San Diego, after all. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I guess I depended too much on that stupid app on the on my iPhone, which is the most inaccurate. You know, it it is the weather caster of phone apps for weather because it's never correct. <laughs> I am tired of you bad mouthing the Apple apps. Just that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, it's uh, the one you realize. But we on. are supposed to have a nice week. Yeah, supposed well, to slowly well, it's San warm Diego, up. So, we'll, and then we'll see. They're talking about until more the weekend, rain, right? Till next weekend. Till next weekend, right. another storm, maybe. Pretty I heard there chance. was another. I heard there was another storm coming. Depends in. on where it focuses. Boy, they sure got focused on up in the L.A. and North region. Oh my word, they? that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess we, the national media really played up all the damage that we had because my all my friends back east and family were writing me constantly asking if i was all right oh <laughs> none of mine did uh, yeah I, I, had, I had the same thing yes. what one of my loving daughters reached out to me day before yesterday to see if everything was okay because she had seen someone marked safe 
from the storms in San Diego. Oh, I had a lot so, of friends who yeah. marked themselves safe. But we were talking about it yesterday, uh, Melly and I were, and I can't remember the last time we had a storm in San Diego that lasted this long. Just continuous rain events. Other than, other than relationship storms, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Just day you after know, day after yeah. day. I think yesterday when I got home, or the day, yesterday morning, Capri said the very same thing. She goes, I don't remember it just raining so consistently day after day after day. Yeah, very, very unlike... But it's very unlike cozy. San Diego. We've had lots of fires in the fireplace. Oh, yeah. It's no, been, it's I, been, it's I, been nice. I don't mind a rainy day. Although, I'm, I'm okay with it. Don't that. you dare. I was at upstate New York. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, this time last week, I was listening to the show driving down the New York State Thruway looking at all the snow on the Catskills. Um, I'm torn because it started to get sunny and it was nice out, but it's warmer here. So the, the, the rain and the warm, I think I can mm-hmm. take a little bit more than the cold, cold, yeah. cold. Well, how much how much snow did they get at Laguna? Because I heard I Palomar got like a I heard, foot. Somebody they, said eighteen. I inches. heard eighteen inches yesterday. That's insane. Yeah. It is. It's that's just crazy. I but I but when I heard that they. But that's good for our you know. It's yeah. good for yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, this rain has been fantastic. I know the first storm really did a lot of damage to a lot of people uh, in San Diego. But yeah. the second storm for San Diego was relatively better. I saw San Onofre had nine inches of rain in San Onofre. My this God. Holy cow, I did but, not know that. But most of it was focused up north. So this was a, a relatively gentle soaking slash saturating rain. Well, nine inches. I mean, our normal is what, nine to 11 for San Diego? And for in, the uh, year. For a rain year, yeah. for a water year. Yeah, I think it's yeah. between 11 and 13 inches. Okay, so, so up a little bit. Yeah. yeah I've, I've had over eight inches of rain in these two storms, in the one a week and a half ago and this one. And I, well, I rarely have a functional rain gauge, but I don't ever remember something well, like that. As soon as it starts warming up and that sun comes out, we should see an incredible burst of color on all of our fruit trees and so flowers. True. And oh, everything's so going to be green, it's, too. Oh. Yeah. It's starting. The macadamia is starting to put out flowers. And, you know, you were worried about me not reading the label on my emo- uh, calcium nitrate and just going out worried. and throwing I was, I was you were concerned. laughing at me, um, but I have not noticed any damage from it. And the one area on the lawn where I just tossed some over my dormant Bermuda, that one area Is has a deep. lot of grass that's up a couple of inches. Where and did you get else. calcium nitrate? Exactly from from our friend Kevin. Oh, oh okay. At Grand Jettos well, Why did you go with calcium nitrate? Because we are learning that. We have calcium poor soils, or we need more calcium is more better <laughs> to to use good good English, or and the nitrogen obviously is yes. is useful for your. What, what was it? The calcium helps with. Did you? I don't even I don't remember, remember what, what it was, we, what but we went with. That's why, and it. I got the fast acting. <laughs> it was calcium, a very fine calcium uh, nitrate. It's very fine. It was like even a finer granule of sulfate of ammonia it was almost oh. it wasn't powdered because it did I, I i was able to sprinkle it without but, looking like a donut well exactly. yes well the, then, yeah the only question i had was yeah i had i had read because i hadn't read it? i hadn't applied it yet and i was reading all of the the labelings and it was a lot of concern with excess and burning and and david's yeah i went home and threw a bunch of this out mm. under my trees i said did, at what quantities what ratios i, I just threw it out <laughs> like, handfuls okay. i pay no attention to that i dumped it in a five gallon paint bucket i added a little bit of 
sulfate of ammonia. I think I added a little bit of garden foss. You're lucky you didn't I, blow up. <laughs> and I and I went and sprinkled. So you know when I teach the organic in- insect you control d- class, you I teach speak, it like that. No, I talk about and and David actually used to tell this back when he was younger and wiser. He said. The label is the law. Exactly. It is a vi- what is your famous saying? It is a violation. For it is a violation of federal law to use this product in a manner inconsistent with its labeling. There we go. Do as I say, not as I do. Is that? It's exactly what I expect. It works really well with raising kids. <laughs> and why not practice it as, I mean, continue practicing it. Don't give up on it. Don't give up the ship. Don't give up on it, baby. Uh, oh, and by the way, speaking of Kevin Grangetto, we'd like to thank him for coming in last week to the show um he did a nice fill-in for you george he, he sent me a photograph of him here <laughs> yeah it was very it was very nice having him having him aboard Good. so uh, it, it was sad he we, called me he sounded like he was crying because he couldn't come in this week <laughs> that george had come back he had had such a good time but i did get um an email which i about the lemons and what he can do with his lemons because we were worried about the lemon market and i was hoping that one of the booze distillers in San Diego County would need lemons for their limoncello whatever Mm -hmm. yes so we're working on that Kevin and I hope you'll come back and visit us again I know I'll just hang it out there as a carrot at the end of the stick that one day we'll let you back in the studio there you go is that okay Uh, yeah that's fine I'm sure that will happen oh let's see what do we have going on today February 10th we're over a third of the way through the month already um in San Diego today, uh, garden classes, uh, San Diego spring bulbs with Kathleen, and that's at nine o'clock. And at nine thirty in Poway, uh, how how orchids rebloom and book signing with local author Chuck McClung, also former employee. Um, both are outstanding classes. Chuck puts on an outstanding class, a very outstanding class. He's incredibly knowledgeable guy, uh, uh, very entertaining. So if you would. Uh, if you want to check either of those out, 9 o'clock in San Diego for the bulb class, 9.30 in Poway for the orchid class. Uh, Valentine's Day is Wednesday. If you are looking for something for your Valentine other than a box of chocolates or something like that, uh, both stores have a lot of stuff. Actually, we had, I don't know how many we had left, but we had some beautiful symbidiums came in last week. Um, There's still a few. Yeah, some really, really nice symbidium orchids. And those are nice because they last a very long time usually. Um Let's see. Next Saturday, uh, February fe- next Saturday, February seventeenth, in San Diego, it's going to be uh, Zelia and Camellia Care at nine o'clock with Constance, and at nine thirty, uh, Poway, it's going to be uh, Protea class with um, John Clements from the San Diego Botanical wow. Garden. It's so, always a great class. Very good class. And then Monday, February nineteenth, is President's Day. Both stores are going to be open regular hours on President's Day. So if you have a long weekend. And you're looking for something to do, and it's not raining. Um, <laughs> we will have something for you to do. So, and we do have an interior. If it is raining, you don't have to stand out in the rain. You can still come in the store. Yes, okay. both at both for the classes at both stores. Yes, yeah, we, they are. They are under. They are undercover if needed. Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahaney, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call today. 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, and Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, let's see. Looking at the event calendar for Balboa Park, since it looks like it's going to be a nice weekend if you're looking to get out in Balboa Park. Oh, it's also um, it's museum, museum month in Balboa Park. So if you're going to go to Balboa Park, go early. We made the mistake of going last week uh, hmm. midday, and it was a zoo uh, all over the park. It didn't matter which direction you went in, either Laurel Street or um, up Park Boulevard. There were tons of people there. That surprises me. It's good. I'm glad people are getting out, but yeah. it just surprises me. Yeah, I was I was pretty surprised too. But if you are going to Balboa, if you are going to go to Balboa Park for Museum Month this weekend, uh, and you want something to do, something other than a museum, the San Diego Cactus and Succulent Society is having their spring show and sale um, at the Casa del Prado on the patio and also in Room 101. Um, that's today and tomorrow, and then next weekend. And I may actually have to go is the um, San Diego Mycological Society Fungus Fair and that's going to be Friday, Saturday and it looks just Friday and Saturday according to this but it's, I'm telling you it's it's well worth going to see if you have not been to the, not been to one of their shows, they do a fantastic job. I believe and, you I'm just not a fungus guy Well you should be Did, did you mention the bromeliad show as well or did I miss that? Because also on in room 104 is a bromeliad show. What day is that? Today, the, uh, the, oh. the 10th. Oh, it's, it, I, it just says bromeliad society. Okay, the, okay, I, not a show, I, just a meeting? Okay. Just, I think it's just, just a meeting. Just a meeting, okay, I think it's just a meeting. Yeah, because it's, it's just today. Got it. Yeah, and then the bonsai club meets, bonsai club meets tomorrow. <laughs> Got to get that right. You can hold nice. your letters. Corrected myself on that one. Way to go. Okay. Way to go. Um, so you actually got some fan some mail. It's a rare event. Well, that it's positive is a rare event. <laughs> although you are mentioned prominently in here, I am. Yes. Uh, apparently, when we were talking about leaks a couple of weeks ago, oh yes, then I said I had no use for leaks. Well, that's because they're still on your desk. No, I took them home yesterday. Oh, so they're going to sit in the side yard now. No, they're under the <laughs> they're still drip. The trunk. There's a drip off of the corner of my uh, rain gutter. I put the paper bag that they're in under that to moisten them oh, until that's a I good plant idea. them this yeah. weekend. Okay. Well, I got them off the, the desk. Best laid and I did plans. actually less best laid leaks. Um, but she says, I was quite surprised to hear of your lack of use for leaks. I love leeks and try to use them in my cooking whenever possible. Uh, split, she uses leeks as a split uh, substitute for onions when making split pea soup with potatoes, all sorts of things. And I read last week that leeks are very good for the body. They do something, I think it was gut health, and that we don't pay enough attention to gut health. So 
she obviously did not hear the following week when I said I was getting the leaks and had not taken them home. But there's another paragraph here, Mr. Anderson says, could you please ask Mr. Anderson if he would consider trying beets that are baked into a cake? I also have a great recipe for that. So I think she has brought us cookies at the store before and they're Mm -hmm. delicious. She's a really good baker. So I think you ought to say, yes, I would be willing to try the the beet cake. My gosh, your face just, (laughs) wow. If looks could kill. Yes. Oh, if you just don't tell him and he eats it, we'll go from there. I'm thinking the color might give it away, though. Not uh, necessarily, no. Know. So maybe, here's the thing. You don't have an allergy, right? There's not He looks a, like he's about to so throw up. So if you don't out. have an anaphylactic reaction to yeah. that, then I think someone should I, make if, you if, something with beets. If somebody... Well, if somebody, well I, <laughs> I, I will eat beets. It just, it's just not one of my favorite okay. things. I mean, I... Melanie, Melanie loves beets. She puts them in all kinds of stuff. Okay. So I'm going to work uh, on. And, and like if she ma- if she makes a roasted beet salad, I don't sit there and pick the beets out <laughs> and not eat them. But I you mean, make I'll, faces while you're eating. No, them. okay, no. I, but the face he, he you gave just up, made, he gave that up a long time ago. No, I, I well, think uh, I think we do like quick chews and then we get a cup of water. Quick, we sip it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did that with aloe and coconut water yesterday. Uh, it had. Aloe. It had stuff in it. It was oh. just like it. You know, it just looked like dirty pond water. It looked like it had. Um, when he shook it up, it looked like it had, uh, like mucus. Well, mucus. I was gonna. I was gonna say like it had um, okra. Like someone had put parts of oh. okra in it or yeah. something. Well, I well, think the the center of aloe, the yes. gooey center yeah. of aloe, is kind of what it looked like, but and I think, I think it think makes a good planting extract. But you made a great. It's what it looked like. Dirty pond water. It looks like somebody put that on the ground and cleaned up a puddle that was near their car, and they so, needed to. So yeah. far, so far, my <laughs> system has tolerated it. So, <laughs> a number of years ago, on I think it was on the Travel Channel, there was an excellent travel series, and it was called The Thirsty Traveler, and the guy traveled all over the world and drank the indigenous. Pond water? The indigenous drinks of the different countries that he went to. And most of the time they were alcoholic. Um, but he was, I remember he was in, I think he was in Cusco in Peru. Isn't Cusco in Peru? Is there, What's your story? It's, it's, anyway, he was at a, he was at a local market, like a, the, just the outdoor market. And there was this woman there that was making um, this, this indigenous drink and part of the drink was aloe vera so she made up this cocktail and then she would take an aloe vera leaf and she would squeeze the gel out of the leaf into the into the cocktail and attempt to mix it up but the gel all kind of stayed in one piece and then they showed him trying to drink it and he's like trying to bite (laughs) through the gel as he's no, this it, gel it, it was just broken looked, up it, into it, it, disgusting it, pieces. <laughs> yeah, I the whole aloe thing. No. And yes, Peru. You're in the it, right. It, I was correct. Right okay. Yeah. But so, anyway, you know, continue. Th- well, just this just reminded me. She never listens to our radio show live, and we always tell people to get up early and listen to us because we're worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but she listens to it on the podcast, so she hadn't heard me say that I got beats. Because, I mean, leaks, because that she listens to the podcast later in the week. But people can listen to us if they're 
Yeah. So inclined. So inclined. Anytime. I think it it's it comes up about midweek, and they can listen to us on their time. Yeah, you can either listen, you can catch us catch the podcast either on the KPRZ or KCBQ uh, website where our page is there, or you can catch us on um, the Walter Anderson website. There's in the navigation bar at the top of the page. There's a there's a link for, to the podcast, and you can go and listen to us there as well so people that are up listening to us are up listening to us so we don't have to tell them they and don't we, have to they listen. can tell but their we, friends but we, we need to tell other people they can listen to us on the podcast yeah. whenever they want and when, we do appreciate people that get up early to listen to us we do we Absolutely. do i'm not yeah casting any aspersions their direction just yours but, but not that's theirs. normal <laughs> all right i'm gonna arrange to get you a beet cake okay thank you <laughs> uh, you know i i, I, know, I know that you know that I like beets a lot, I, and I make mm-hmm. a chocolate kind of beet smoothie that's very good. Nope. And I know that Ken's gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say Ken's gonna say no before I get to well, it. But well, yeah. How about no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, thank you. No, just uh, a no. What was it? Beet juice and oh, ginger. Oh, I, I bring that in for you periodically. That's it's very apple, good. It's apple juice, ginger, and beets. I'd actually like that recipe because it's. Probably that's something a, that's good for it's me. It's good for you, and it's can delicious. Can I dump some turmeric in there, too, for my joint health? You can probably. I think it would detract from And then the what actual. if I put some of this stuff in and this stuff in? Will just that like, make it just, better? Just yeah. And some aloe? Anything you'd like, just like you water, you feed your plants. Just throw stuff out. What the heck? <laughs> oh, that is kind of the way I do it. All right, sorry. Did you finish the uh, fan mail? Thing? Oh, do you want me to read more? Oh, I don't. No. I was just trying to. It was a very nice note. Oh, wait, there's something more here. Can you please thank George for the young Frankenstein Ovaltine reference? It was my choice, too. That was two weeks ago. I was not here for my birthday. I missed two weeks in a row. Yeah, That's you, odd. You, text, you yeah, texted text, the Ovaltine. Yeah, because we were talking about I, Ovaltine. And that my mind instantly went to young Frankenstein. And then she also emailed a lemon recipe for Kevin. I think I forwarded it to him. But I haven't heard back. What was the lemon recipe for? It was called Rehydrating Lemon Spritz. Oh, would you have it? I have it. Oh, good. We're it's not, a we're Rehydrating gonna, Lemon Spritz. Cooking? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a just lemon or lime juice, honey, sea salt, and a little bit of cream of tartar along with sparkling water. Hmm. You put some gin in that, you might have something. <laughs> you can rehydrate without the exactly. alcohol. In fact, I think it's the preferred method. Is there, is there really? I, I was not aware of that. So That's what caused the dehydration in, in the, the first, first place. place. Yes. So um, do we have anything new well, in the stores at this point? It's we, not we, that new, but we got in the some more of the yellow Ulstromarias. Oh, those are very nice. Really, really pretty. Um, and Did Dan grow those? He did. Okay. Amazing. Interestingly, when I was walking around yesterday, that was something that caught my eye. Where all of the Ostromarias, they're all in bloom and they're gorgeous right now. So that's a nice plant. A couple of days ago, either a gust of wind came by. I'm guessing it was a gust of wind, and it blew open my greens can. It blew the lid open, and it blew over my yellow Ostromaria that was sitting on the driveway next to the greens can, and knocked Uh it over. I'm guessing it was a gust of wind because I can't imagine an animal knocking the lid up and knocking over the Alstrom area. That would be unusual. Is it growing in a in a container for good or is it that's its final resting place? It's growing in a container for bad. (laughs) It was taken from my office. It was purchased, and it was taken home. All in the same 
month day oh. or even week yes and then left on the well trash it's can. only been a week oh. and it's out in the beautiful it's enjoying the rain well yeah oh it needs to be stood up so the well i did i stood okay. it up immediately when i found it in its okay. state of distress but i took my do you remember when i told you guys last i believe june that i had purchased a pitcher plant Yes. Vaguely, yeah. I kept it alive, and it is still alive. I've, I hung it out in my my pomegranate tree, and it is enjoying the rain. We have to bring it in, because we didn't mention it in the... Did no, the I weather the report? Frost advisory? No, yeah. there's a frost advisory for tonight, correct? For tonight? Tonight, tonight yeah. into tomorrow, oh, so It's supposed to be very clear tonight. So. Oh. I have to take all of my sensitive plants, my Thai constellation monstera, my albo monstera, and my pitcher plant and move them back under the roof that could be a problem for folks that have some of the fruit trees that are starting in to the bloom, bloom already like, i know i i don't think it'll be that much okay i have a florida home peach that is in almost full bloom right now that's my well, earliest peach so there's many, a lot of stuff in bloom right now so many of the early peaches at the nursery the bare root ones they look yes. gorgeous that are are blooming but you can also see which ones haven't come out so you could plant your succession crops of of peaches and we still have a pretty good selection of uh fruit trees uh if you i I can't believe how many we've sold already this season but uh we still have a good selection a good variety yeah and i the the frost is supposed to be centered on ramona and san pasquale which north okay uh, adams will report to us how cold it gets at his lower property and i'll bet he gets a freeze on his lower property rather than just a frost but there the frost shouldn't should be light enough in most areas of the county that it wouldn't affect the trees but it would it could easily affect sensitive crops and the people that are already shopping for their tomato starts exactly i would make sure if you have tomatoes in your yard that they are covered now we well, just that we didn't i think that goes for just about anything that could be frost sensitive if you're concerned about it pick up some of the light row cover and throw it over it and if it's going to be breezy get the big black uh, paper clips from staples you can buy them cheaply in bulk and then just use those to tack it out tack it around the binder clips the binder clips exactly you can clip it onto the branch or you can just clip it around clip it around the the fabric itself to make like a little tent over it it works very well now we've had in in poway in particular we've had a lot of folks coming in seeking summer vegetables they've looking they've been looking for peppers and basil and uh, we were ex- and we brought stuff in we were we, expecting a decent order of tomatoes this week we got them yesterday yeah. we have tomatoes and peppers and string beans mm. and some squash and basil i'm concerned about the basil yeah, with the frost. i think they should all yeah. spend the night under the roof on yeah, it's rack. a little early yeah. for me but we've, yeah, well no we, it is it's yeah. it's, it's it too is. early people had, want it had but people yeah. clamoring for people it demand daily them. asking yeah. when are we going to get it so brian got some for them so Even though we don't recommend it, and yes. they should cover it. Take, take precautions. Take, take precautions. precautions. Exactly. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. 
there is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You know, rain, I don't mind. Wasn't I'm, it getting kind of, I'm getting kind of tired of it at this point. <laughs> Wasn't it 150 years ago this week that they were on the Ed Sullivan show? Yeah, probably about. I think it was your Roughly. birthday. Roughly? 150 years ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something Very like close. that. Uh, let's see. We're going to go head up to the uh, San Diego Botanical Garden where our friend John is waiting. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. What's going on? Good. Well, I just wanted to say that I think I could receive credit or maybe blame for some of this rain that's happened on January the 22nd, which was a Monday. I trimmed my beard, which doesn't happen all the time. I got a haircut and I was looking really spiffy because the folks from ABC News were coming to the garden to talk about the drought. And that we had the, the driest winter in decades up to that point that it really had rained almost not at all and so i was there waiting for them they were an hour late and then they finally showed up we started to film and then they said we're sorry and then as we're in the conservatory rain i thought it was going to bust the glass it was coming down so hard it rained like two inches in an hour up in encinitas and then they said we're sorry we're going to have to cancel our little bit about the drought because we have to go cover storm coverage. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Flooding. And and so, I don't know, it it was like the bitterest irony of ironies that that happened. And so, anyway, I I think I can uh, maybe take some of the blame because that haircut and beard trim must have made the rain happen so well thank you exactly thank you very much for doing that that john it's it's much appreciated hopefully you won't be vilified like that guy that i can't remember his name back in like 1916 who yeah the rainmaker that they brought out here and uh hatfield Hatfield, that's right that's right so hopefully you won't suffer that fate i'm sorry i missed kevin last week too my buddy kevin on the radio the one week i wake up to watch religiously not that you're, you know, televangelists or, or radio people evangelizing, <laughs> but but I never miss. And Kevin was on. So anyway, well, I'm you, looking hey, forward to the class. You, Wait a second, John. You can catch him on the podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, I could do the, the retro version. Yeah, yeah. So at, at your convenience, just go to the either our website or the station website and, and uh, take a listen, and you can catch all of Kevin's uh, appearance on the show last weekend. Cool. Well, next week, I'm looking forward to seeing all of the Protea fans up in Poway. And uh, that is one of my favorite classes to do. So I want to make sure everybody shows up next Saturday at the Poway location. Well, thank you, John. We really appreciate you coming out and doing that for us, too. It's one of our more popular classes with, well, not that, actually, John, everything you do for us is very popular. But that one does bring in a lot of folks. You have a following that look forward to it regularly. Extra popular. And we have a supply of one-gallon Proteaceae plants coming in to support your presentation. Oh, I'm excited. I'm going to probably load my car up, too. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I, I did make a nice carload of things from the Point Loma store last week, too. Uh, that, 
I just commend you guys. You always have wonderful stuff. And uh, one of my favorite plants that I haven't seen for a while is geranium madarense. Oh, that's a great plant. Madeira. What a sweet plant. So you had a lot of nice ones, uh, the alba form and the, the pink form. But I just can't recommend highly enough that plant for people's gardens. If yeah, it, space, it's it's magnificent. It is a beautiful plant. It re- it really is. It's it's spectacular. And you, even though it's terminal flowering, it reseeds itself like crazy and grows very and comes back in far bigger numbers than you ever planted. It sure does. Yeah. Well, you all have a wonderful day. Stay dry out there. I'm going to go to Julian and and plant my very cool little fat Albert spruce that I had for a Christmas tree that I got from you guys. And uh, may- maybe it'll be happy up there with all the snow. I would think yeah, so. Just be think so, yeah. drive safe if you're going up to the mountains. Yeah. All right. You guys take care. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too, John, as always. Have a great weekend. You too. Okay. Take care. Um, that reminded me of something, and I can't remember well, what it was. I want to, while you're thinking... Is there any? There's nobody else hanging no. there. Then we should talk about beets and taste. In oh, matters wait, of taste. Be, before we get to that point, oh, though, okay. I, w- I was visiting with my neighbors on Thursday evening, as we often do, and we were talking. About, they were talking about one of the neighbors up the street from us. Uh, when they bought the house, they had a pool in the backyard, and I had this never occurred to me. But the people decided they were going to take their pool out, so. Do you know what they do when they take their pool out? When they take a pool out, they just fill it they in. just open the drain at the bottom and fill it with dirt. No, they break up all the gunite and all the concrete into small pieces, and then just fold it all into the hole, and then backfill on top of the concrete. So the pool never disappears. It's just broken up into pieces in the bottom of the hole. And then the what prompted the whole conversation was those people then put sod down. And they ran their sprinklers for two hours a day. Wow. And Seems it, a little excessive. <laughs> yeah. And it filled up the say. hole where the pool used to be. And it started seeping down through the bank of my <laughs> my neighbor Sorry. my neighbor's backyard. They have this huge bank in their backyard. And the excess water from that was it this cistern that these people made in their backyard natural cistern would seep through would slowly seep through and come down the bank in two of my neighbor's yards they had water one of them actually got, it got to the point where he had to put a french drain in to get the water to keep wow. the water from coming coming through but that never occurred i you know i just thought if you i just thought if you're going to get rid of a pool you just filled it up with dirt but you don't we well some you could you could uh but yeah they they, they just tore the pool apart and then folded it all in onto itself into the into the it, hole let it drain into the neighbor's yard <laughs> let it drain into the, i think wow. they did finally convince them to turn their sprinklers down a little bit <laughs> yeah uh, i think so. two minutes five times a day or something isn't that all they, they it's, it's not much it, it certainly isn't two hours you whether it's two hours in a row or two hours elapsed time you it it, either way, it, it doesn't. It, yeah. it, it, you don't. You don't do. You don't do that. Maybe if on drip hot, ir- hot on, a, on yeah. drip irrigation, but not on a lawn. If right. only they knew somebody no. in the business that might know something about that and counsel them. That's true. That is true. Anyway, okay. Let's go on with your uh, your. Taste. Discussion as a matter George of George and I like beets. You don't, Mark. Where are well, you? You don't like, like salon- You don't like, like cilantro. Mike, Mark likes beets. Well, 
now don't get defensive, Mr. I'm Anderson. I'm not getting defensive. I'm just I pointing it out. I have a gene, careful what you call it, that makes cilantro not taste good to me. I still eat cilantro. I just don't like it. So, so okay, so but that we're in the same perfectly. boat. I'm in the same boat with beets. Then. It fits in right matters in with of taste. There can be no argument or dispute. Which go ahead and give them your Latin. I, I don't have the Latin. I was going to go with the English and have you do the Latin. English is a second language for me because I'm originally from New York. So, degustibus nunes disputandum. In matters of taste, there can be no dispute. Something I think right. that's a loose translation, and the but, reason but, that this came up again, in addition to beets and cilantro and everything well, else, everything, that some when, people when like. customers come up and say, "Which is the best peach? Which is the best nectarine?" and <laughs> you know, in and in matters of taste, there can be no dispute. What I like, you may not like. I like mm-hmm. beets. Ken doesn't. So it it really it, it is a function of what you yesterday, like. Yesterday was it not? It was very much so. Because I had found on an availability Vaniglia Sanguino or Vanilla Blood Orange, and they're hard to find and i got one many 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 years ago against my better judgment i bought it for my for someone who wanted it at the time wanted it at the time and who is no longer around but i tried it it's an acidless citrus and i don't like acidless lemons or limes but this vaniglia sanguino is very very i thought it was really good it's an interesting set of flavors and it doesn't taste like bland rose water which i think lemons do and so i was talking to george and adams about this and adams had read on the citrus page at ucr a totally different description do you have that i do so what what struck me was the monterey bay citrus page which is very useful lots of great uh colorful detail with regard to all the different citrus uh and history about them it says that this is a this tastes like vanilla like sweet vanilla perfume, in fact, and it says it's an acidless, acidless blood orange, but unlike any other citrus I have tasted, it is either my favorite citrus or tied with one. There is almost no true orange flavor at all, it's quite distinct, and bottom line is this guy loved it and spoke incredibly highly of it. And, and I, I don't know that it's my favorite, but it's very good, it's very interesting, and I don't like those things. So if you read that, you might be inclined to go out and purchase one. So, you know, I think I want one of these. But then if you go to UC Riverside... And, and that was from the Monterey Bay Nursery Citrus page, when they used to grow citrus. That's where I, but, I got but they that. Keep, but they keep that alive, and that is and a, great a great citrus page. great reference. Great, very useful. So then you go to UC Riverside, our authority on all things citrus, and it says, could be interesting as a garnish, but flavor is no good, very insipid, virtually acidless. Well, it sounds like it sounds like the Monterey Bay one is they're taking a look at it just as fruit in general, and Riverside is comparing it to other citrus. Well, no, he's well, it, so it, is, Monterey's so is, talking about citrus. They're, they're saying it is my favorite citrus. The gentleman that wrote oh, this said it is. Okay. It, if it's not my favorite, it is tied with my favorite. That's interesting because it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't sound good to me. And Adams read the description from UCR and said, "No, I don't want those, and I don't think you should get them." But I. But I read it. the other one, and and David had spoken highly of it, and I said, you know, I think I want one of these. And John, if you're still listening, and if you want one, let me know, and I'll put it aside for we're you. We're working on it. We have we're not try- gotten yeah, confirmation try- of get the it. order yet. But hopefully, in the next few weeks, we will have that, and and some others, including my Trovita orange, which is high in albedo, which I am sure is what is keeping my 
body alive, sort of. Al- <laughs> al- albedo? Yeah, it's the white stuff between the rind and the fruit. I don't it's think that's albedo. For you. I don't think that's albedo. It I is think, albedo. It's not albumin, so. which is what I miscalled it last time. Hmm. I thought that, I thought albedo had another term was a was another term for something different. It might but, be. Okay, um, but you know that one description of the fruit that sounds like that cara cara navel that I bought at Vons a few years ago that was just absolutely horrible. Well, that's because you purchased it from a store. I know. I, tree, I, right? I will. I I will give you that that it was it was a commercially grown horrible product um, do you know what you're probably thinking of when i say albedo what you're probably thinking of the proportion of the incident light or radiation that is reflected by a surface typically that of a planet that is exactly what i am thinking of i knew it that is exactly what i'm thinking of. but it's also the white stuff between in the in the rind well and that's not confusing at all but it (laughs) might is it spelled with an i it's a-l-b-e-d-o yeah okay that's that's why. That's the difference. Yes. Oh. I mean, it's no, 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 no. They're, oh. they're both the same. But oh. It's two different things. Okay. Okay. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888 344 1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. I think that was appropriate going into the weekend. I wanted to ask Brandon. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, was this much better than having the rain song last time? The yeah, sun, that yeah. was much the better. Come on, that was much better, <laughs> much more appropriate. Yes. Thank you. Did you bring it out of order, or was it just scheduled to come up? That was scheduled to come up, but even then, I don't care. I, Divine providence, well, right exactly. there. Well done. Oh, you listen to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're gonna go to the phones, and we're gonna head out to La Mesa, where Lori is waiting. Good morning, Lori. How are you? Good morning. Uh, I have a question about sprinklers. Uh, we have a drip system mm-hmm. uh, all around our house, and um, I've never known how long to leave them on. Um, you know, I have a, 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 what do you call it, automatic, you know, and, and I have the my gardener set it. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is your advice about that? And especially after it's rained, I turn them off, but I, you know, depending on how much rain, I I might leave the sprinkler off for a week. Oh, you need you after this, you can leave it off for a lot longer than a week. I would say you okay. could probably leave it off for maybe a month. In, yeah, at, at the at this point in time, the weather, but yeah. yeah. If if we get if we get a if we get a, a pronounced or prolonged Santa Ana, you may want to turn it back on a little bit earlier, but. I, it, I would be looking at at least three or four weeks at this point. For established trees, shrubs, and yeah. flowers. Yeah. yeah. What are you trying to water? Yeah. Is it just, just general um, landscaping? I have, yeah, I have a combination. I have one bank that's got those large ice plants like you see along the freeway. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, for filling in, and they usually do really well. And after the summer, I, they are patchy. They've got those, you know, spots in them where the ice plant isn't uh, growing, and I've never had that. And I, I didn't remember we had that hot of a summer, but it just, they're not doing really well, so I... Well, there is a there is there is a downy mildew that would that would attack a number of different ice plants. I don't remember hearing about it attacking that one if in particular. If it's the, the real coarse, the uh, landscape, pickleweed, the pickleweed, yeah. Then I have not heard of it being a problem with that. But sun certainly is. That that would be one that you see where if the sun bakes on it and it doesn't get enough moisture, that it will die out in patches. Yeah. But going back going back to your Going back to your drip irrigation uh, question, it there's there's not a there's not a yeah, there's not a simple straight answer to right. it. But, but I can tell you, in most ninety nine percent of the cases that we have, where people come in where they're having issues with their drip irrigation system, is they're not running it long enough. Drip is designed to to put out small amounts of water over a long period of time, uh, and most of the emitters emit between one and ten gallons of one in 10 gallons of water per hour, and most of them are way below the 10-gallon range. It's only the variable ones that you can get um, that will go up to about 10 gallons per hour. So what we have is, what we see is people come in and they say, well, you know, I'm running my my drip system for for 15 minutes at a time, uh, twice a week, and my plants aren't doing well. Well, 15 minutes on a on a one gallon per hour emitter is a quart of water, and that's not nearly enough water for just about anything that's going to be in the ground when it's not raining. So, most drip irrigation systems, to if it's installed properly and designed properly, I would say you would probably want to run them for about an hour right. or or more, depending on what it is you're trying to water. And if you have something that's on the system that needs more water, then say you have you have more established plants that need more water than some of the smaller established plants, you can't, if you run the drip system longer, it's going to overwater the smaller ones while you might get enough water for the big ones. So in that case, you want to add more emitters to the big plants so that they're getting more water, at, but on the same time that the smaller plants are getting water it's it's not a simple system to design and use but once you figure out how it works it can be very effective it can be very um it can be very good at conserving water as well because it puts the water directly where it's needed so on the ice plant i could water it longer uh, actually now that i think about it i that it that isn't on a drip it's on those um rotator right up, okay ground. that's probably a better way to for ice plant that's probably a better way to water that uh, and on now on a system like that it kind of depends on how much water is coming out of those rotating sprinklers because those are just look like a lot they you know they pop up and they spin around okay yeah they're low volume too they need to be on longer or a longer well. period it depends it depends on which one it is yeah there 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 are low volume rotating sprinklers and there are high volume rotating sprinklers if it's the low volume ones you need to run them for a longer period of time okay and less and less often and less and less frequently yeah Longer and less the, the, I like like three days a week. The or? smart Alec David two. answer and the true answer are both the same. They need to be run long enough. And what you do is water long enough so that everything looks good. And as summer progresses and it gets 
warmer. hotter and yeah. the days get longer, if things start to look stressed, then they need to be one longer. And most okay. established trees and shrubs don't need to be watered more than about once a week here. Right. So. Yeah, the rest of it is mostly kind of um, succulents and things like that and more xeriscape type. You yeah. know, except I have a, a row, a long row of bougainvillea, which seems like for some reason we have to water them a lot or they dry out. And I thought they would be more tolerant than they, they seem to be. They get kind of um, twiggy and um, we, can't, we haven't been able to figure that out. Yeah. It, and bougainvillea, bougainvilleas are incredibly drought tolerant once they're established but they can't they will lose some foliage or they'll get kind of twiggy looking um and in that case give them give them some water uh that caterpillar also and there's a caterpillar that gets that on them eats too. the leaves and that might be what's causing you to have more twiggy right. growth yeah okay all right well thank you i'll talk to my fella okay have a great weekend Lori. thank you thanks for calling take care um just as a reminder, we have garden classes today in San Diego at 9 o'clock. It's going to be spring bulbs. And at 9.30 in Poway, it's going to be how orchids rebloom and also a book signing with local author Chuck McClung. Um, should be a good weekend to get out in your yard if it's, it's not too muddy. No, um, it, it's tough. There's not the – you run it 30 minutes every oh. seventh day. It, it's so variable and it – well, that's, on that's soil and that's it's, what everybody wants just tell me how long well right. with drip i mean the mm. other variables are how many emitters and what's the flow rate right yeah, so, that, and, that, yeah. that's the biggest one right yeah. but even from what my experience with the drip irrigation system is even people that think they know what they're doing they call themselves professionals yeah don't, don't know what they're doing no. totally um, true totally it, true. it happens all the time you li- you've been listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz we'll be back with another hour next weekend have a great weekend everybody Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery.